Well, good morning, Community of Grace. So glad to have you here this morning. My name's Darren Vick. I'm senior pastor here at Community of Grace, and we are so glad that you chose this Sunday to be with us together. We have a value here at Community of Grace that says Jesus makes us family, and this is certainly a family Sunday. I'm sure that there are grandparents and aunts and uncles and cousins of all the different people who will be participating in our service today. It is just delightful to have you here with us. Uh, and in that spirit of family, we have a little bit of family news to share with you today. A little sad news. Donna Klein has has passed away, and her funeral service will be on Wednesday afternoon. There will be more details of that coming in the next couple of days, uh, but uh, we want to be uh, ob obviously aware of that and be praying for their family. Um, and uh, as we do come together here today, we've got a lot of space out there, but sometimes from the back, it can look like it's hard to find space. So if you want to sneak your way in just a little closer to your neighbors, be like family, get close to your family. Sneak in so that folks have some space to get into the sides. That would be wonderful. Um, one other thing, uh, as we are, are uh, continuing with our service together today, we would ask that you hold your applause until the end of the program, with the exception of, of course, applauding our children and our dancers today. Uh, so be a part of that and uh, help us uh, to keep that sense of, of wonder and awe as we enjoy our time together today. Well, that's it. I would also like now to direct your attention up to the screen for our Next Steps announcement video. Hi, I'm Britta Molly, Children's Ministry Director here at Community of Grace Lutheran Church. As always, we have a lot going on here at CGLC. Let's take a look. Our Community of Grace annual meeting is set for January 19th at 1145. Before that, you are invited to enjoy soup and salad. It will be served up by our smiling students and is a fundraiser for their 2020 mission trip. Project Home continues to bless six families in the basement of CGLC each night this month, providing shelter and light meals. Thank you to everyone who has committed to serving our displaced neighbors. We have a particular need for evening and overnight hosts next weekend, Christmas Eve, and nights following Christmas. Prayerfully consider if your family can make a commitment. There is a training video you can find at gracepeople.church slash project hyphen home. Remember, your children are welcome to join you. In fact, I'm excited to bring my little ones to serve with us next Sunday. Sign up online today at the Orange Wall. Our Christmas Eve services will again be at 2, 4, 9, and 11. In the afternoon, we will have both contemporary and traditional services. In the evening, we will have only traditional services. Christmas Day, we have one 10 a.m. traditional service. All Christmas Eve services will be candlelight worship. All traditional services will offer Holy Communion. If you are newer to CGLC, mark your calendars for our next after party. Join us for a light lunch and an opportunity to get to know the team. We'll help you figure out your next steps in our church community. Thanks for being here today. If you want to learn more about what's happening here at CGLC, grab a copy of The Current at the Orange Wall. Now we invite you to experience how love comes home. At home for the holidays. For many, it's a time of nostalgia, remembering a time when hope was home was something simple, pure, and full of wonder. For others, home has never been that kind of place. But whether this season for you is one of pure joy, or of longing for what once was, or of longing for what you wished you had, at the center is the same need of the human heart. We all long to find a home in love. But in this world, as you well know, those kind of homes are far too fleeting. Houses change. Life changes. Loved ones move away or pass away. Relationships can be strained or lost through time, distance, or conflict. Life is always in motion, and the home that we knew yesterday may not be the same as the one we know today or the one we will know tomorrow. We may not be able to come home this Christmas to the homes that we long for. And if that's the case, the Norman Rockwell images around us can cause us pain as we compare the world we long for with the one that we have. But the fact is, the homes of our current circumstances, homes of our building or our losing, those homes are not actually what Christmas is about. 
the home we celebrate today is a home that's already been made for you by a love that's much bigger and much more lasting than anything of earth. It's a home that's yours for the embracing even now. A home that will one day fully embrace you in eternity. The home we celebrate today was built for you and for me through the love of God that came home to us in the person of Jesus Christ. They say, home is where the heart is. And Christmas is when we celebrate that God chose to send his heart to find its home with you and me so we might find our true home and his love forever. Christmas isn't just about us coming home. Christmas is about God's love coming home to us. Today we light the third candle of Advent, the love candle, because through Jesus, God's love comes to make a home for us. Today we celebrate what happens in this world and in us when love comes home for us. Your eyes are on the road Though others look away Your feet are on to the broken Your hands are quick to save Make us like you, Lord You walk with the forgotten And not birth them a home Adopting the unwanted And calling them your own Make us like you, Lord And oh, give us your heart Oh, give us your heart Let the light of heaven shine As we step into the dark Oh, give us your heart Oh, give us your heart All to see your kingdom come and death be very beginning, since humankind's fallen into sin, God has been planning this rescue of love. This promise was spoken through the ages by his prophets, and all the world was awaiting the day his Messiah would lay a new foundation on which all our hopes would be built. A foundation not of our righteousness, but one laid down by Jesus' righteousness. Through God's Son, our eternal hopes would be built not on us, but on the solid rock of his saving grace for us. In his promises, we find the foundation of our hope. No eye has seen, no ear has heard, and no human mind has conceived the things that God has prepared for those who love him. Long ago, God spoke to our ancestors in many and various ways by the prophets. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by his son. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only son who came from the father, full of grace and truth. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. And so to lay down the foundation of our hope, God set his promise in motion. Please rise as we sing together.
And this is how it all began. God's love coming home to us. God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, who you are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Messiah. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David and will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. I am the Lord's servant. May your word to me be fulfilled. Then the angel left her. Did Mary have any idea what this promise for the world would mean for her life? The home she had known would change completely. She would need to make room in her life for a completely different kind of plan to make room for something new God was doing for the world through her. But Mary dared to trust God for what she could not yet see. And because she did, both her life and the world would never be the same.
foundation of our hope will always be on God's faithfulness to his promises. But if we're to move forward with God to see his plans unfold in our lives, like Mary, we too must pray that his will would be done in me. As we stand on the foundation in his promises, he will lead us to walk in faith. And when we do, he shows us we will never walk alone. And as Mary begins to walk in faith, we see God also invites Joseph to join this life-changing adventure. This is how the birth of Jesus, the Messiah, came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace. He had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call, it, call him Emmanuel, which, mean God, which means God with, with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife. like to build a framework of faith on the foundation of God's promises of hope. In Mary, that faith looks like surrender, daring to surrender her reputation among people who would never understand in favor of trusting God's plan. But faith looks a little different in Joseph. While Mary's faith is seen in daring to let go, Joseph's faith is seen in daring to step up trusting that God was at work in a way that he never would have imagined. But did Joseph ever doubt? Did he ever question, did I really hear that angel? Even if he did, Joseph still chose faith. He did what love does. He showed up. He gave his faith feet. Because that's what love does. It moves first. Love always hopes, always protects, always trusts, always perseveres. So what about you? What does living in faith look like for you? Are you being called like Mary to the faith of surrender, to lay down plans you might have for your life to see what God has in mind for you instead? Or is God calling you today like Joseph to step up in boldness, to dare to live into what he's already shown you is true? In both of these responses, we see God's love coming home to us. Because have you ever noticed often that when a mother holds a baby, she will hold the child looking into its face, a face-to-face -face connection that conveys love, affection, safety, and mutual delight. And this is how God loves us. He delights in us. And we all need to experience that kind of love from God. But surrendering to be held in this kind of love for us, that's not all that we need. We also need to know that we're meant for something more. Have you ever noticed that often when a father holds a baby, he'll hold the child facing out, looking at the world with his solid support at its back? This, too, is how God loves us, and it's also a love that we need. To know that we're not only loved and supported, but we're also trusted and called to live into this world with our Heavenly Father's purpose, to see as He sees to live out this love we've been given to impact the world in front of us, to build, protect, and create what's needed for this love to come home, not only for us, but for the lives around us as well. Mary's response of faith was surrender. May your will be done in me. Joseph's response in faith was stepping up and stepping in. May your will be done through me. And that same God responded to that faith by giving the world's greatest gift is calling to you in love today. How will you respond? Please rise as we sing of that gift together.
In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria, and everyone went, there, went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to, the Bethle to Bethlehem, the town, of to the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, she, it came time for the baby to come, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them.
foundation of hope in our Lord's promises was met by the framework of faith. Human beings like us, trusting the Lord to work in us, offering our frail human lives to the work of his glorious grace. And so the creator made a home with his creation. The savior on whom all the world depends was born dependent on an earthly mother's care and an earthly father's protection. The God of heaven chose to entrust his greatest love into the hands of his broken but beloved people. And through the work of this Savior, Jesus, God with us, our God built for us fragile human beings, a home that nothing can ever destroy. Through his life, death, and resurrection for us, Jesus came to prepare a home for us in God's grace now and forever. As we join in singing of the wonders of the humble beginnings of his grace, you may remain seated. Our kindergartners and preschoolers will be making their way forward at this time. Please make way for them to come forward.
As we celebrate the gift of Jesus' love for us, we know this love is meant to flow from our lives to bless the world. So as the kids make their way back to their seats, our worship continues the giving of our tithes and offerings to the Lord. And once the kids have found their seats, I'll invite the ushers to come forward. In any home that's built, it's always the finishing touches that make it your own, uniquely yours. And what makes our joy complete is when we can celebrate it with someone else. We truly understand this gift is ours when we can share it with others. With Jesus' birth into the world, God put in his plan into motion to welcome the world that had run from him back into the embrace of his forgiveness and love now and forever. This joy could not be contained. God wanted to call all the world into that joy. 
starting with the most unlikely crew ever to be invited to a baby shower, a rough crew of shepherds. This Savior comes for everyone. Luke 2, 8 to 15. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I'll bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find him. You will find a baby wrapped in cause and laying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. Please rise as we sing together of this good news. First through third graders are welcome to come forward at this time.
built on the foundation of hope, on God's promises. The framework is laid in faith, and that frame of this holy habitation is filled up by the power of God's redeeming through Jesus' saving work for us. In love, he came to live among us. In love, he laid down his life to pay the price for our sin. In love, he rose to give us a new beginning, to assure us that this home has been built, not by our work, but by his for our sake. And having been held by his love, now this work is finished in joy, the joy of sharing the Father's heart for all the world. Like the angels, we proclaim it. Like the shepherds, we adore the one who has included us in this good news. And we go to share that good news with those around us. Like the three wise men, we give back to God gifts, the gifts of our hearts, our lives, our passions, for the glory of his kingdom. Please remain seated as we join in singing. When the congregation is invited to rise after the second verse, fourth through sixth graders may come forward. We were weak, without hope, without light Till from heaven you came running There was mercy in your eyes To fulfill the law and promise To a virgin came the word From a throne of endless glory To a cradle in the dirt
be seated. From the foundation of hope to the framework of faith, to love coming home to us, to the finishing joy, we find the purpose of that love when having been held in the love that looks us in the face in delight, we are then turned to face this broken world with the strength of his love at our back. Then together, we find our joy in sharing the Father's heart with all the world. And so our prayer today is, Lord, for any here who don't know your heart of love for them, hold them close today in your tender love. Let them feel the delight of your heart to hold them close to you in your gift of grace. And for any here today who are longing to know the unique purpose for which you have called them, we pray, Lord, give us your heart so the world can see your heart lived out in us. Please remain seated as we sing that prayer together.
home draw you into his love today so that through you all may know that gift is also theirs until all the world finds a home in his grace. the uh-huh.